all, I'd like to start out by saying thank you for everyone who came out today, for the church family, for the family, and for the friends. It means so much to the family for you to be here. It means so much to us that you came to celebrate Miss Gale. Um, I didn't get to know Miss Gale as long as most of the people here sitting in this room, but I remember the very first time that I see her. Uh, I was able to go to her house and visit her, and the very first thing I noticed was that smile. Um, I thought she knew me from somewhere. Amen. Um, I never met her, and but she acted like she knew exactly who I was. And uh, she, I walked in, and she said, "You must be the pastor." <laughs> and I said, "Well, I guess that's what they call me." And uh, was able to talk to her. And the other thing that hit me was that woman's hugs. Oh my. There was nothing like it. Amen. And whenever you got a hug from her, it was like you were everything was okay. And it, it, even even if it might have not been okay, you felt like it was okay by the time that uh, you left. And um, an old preacher once said, "What is life?" Most people think what life is is if you look on a tombstone, it is. Uh, a beginning number and an ending number. It is a, a birth date and a passing date. But you notice on a tombstone, there's a dash in the middle of it. What is that dash? It's your life. Amen. And I always tell people and always ask people, what did you do with your dash? And I truly believe that Miss Gale did something very amazing with her dash. I think we could all sit here this evening and say that she impacted every one of our lives Amen. with that dash. Let us pray. Father God, we love you, and we thank you so much for who you are. Father, I'm thankful for a woman who devoted her life to you, Father, to serve you, to love you. Father, I, I just ask, Lord, that you would be with the family, that you would be with the friends, that you would be with the church, Father. Give us peace, Father. But Father, more than anything, give us hope that one day, we can see her again. Father, if we have been saved and if we know Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, one day we're going to get that hug again. One day we're going to get to see that smile again. And Father God, I'm so thankful that I can have that opportunity and anybody in this room can have that opportunity here this evening. Father, we thank you and we love you for all you've done. In your holy and precious name, amen. Amen.
you all for coming. Um, Dee's going to do all the reading and the talking because I'm just not that great at it. But we thank you guys for being here and sharing the life of mom with us. So, I wrote a little, a little bit. I had a little help from my uncle Bill, but uh, it's labeled Mama. I just want to share a few things about Mama and what she meant to a lot of people. Uncle Bill shared a verse with me that I think Mama lived by, and it's Philippians 4, 4 through 7. Verse 4 says, Be glad in the Lord always. Again, I say be glad. She was definitely glad in the Lord. Amen. When heartache or sorrow or even her illness came, she was always okay. She always said, the Lord is going to get me through this, so I'm okay. Verse 5 says, let your gentleness show in your treatment of all people. The Lord is near. She always told us to do unto others as you want them to do to you. Amen. She also says that if you can't say nothing nice, don't say nothing at all. I live by that. Verse 6 says, don't be anxious. Rather, bring up all of your requests to God in prayer and petitions along with giving thanks. She was definitely a prayer warrior. Amen. Always gave thanks to the Lord in all she did. Verse 7 says, The peace of God that exceeds all understanding will keep our hearts and minds safe in Jesus Christ. There are a lot of memories that we all have of Mama that I'll share a few. Uncle Bill sent me this text message when Mama was laying in the hospital one time. Just recently I found out that she customized by crash a red and black Buick that Papa Rick had. Well, I guess that's where Tracy got it from. <laughs> because she stole the car that uh, she took one night and she wrecked it because she was trying to look up to see if her bedroom light was open or on, sorry. And uh, she ended up hitting the neighbor's car. Well, she tried to blame it on me. <laughs> that didn't happen because mama when she came down from the from the bedroom she came down to eat breakfast and mama had a bible open at the kitchen table and she had tracy write 500 times ephesians 6 1 through 3 children obey your parents in the lord for this is right it's the first commandment with promise <laughs> so that it may go well with you and you may enjoy long life on earth. <laughs> we got tickled about this the other night because Nikki and Tracy were cleaning up around the house and they found that Bible. And that Bible verse was written in the front of it from Grandpa Hamlet. Okay. Um, Mama always tried to teach us to learn from our mistakes. She would turn troubled times into memories. For example, Tracy and her were arguing one day and I guess you can see that they got into it more than me and Mama did. They are always So, um, Tracy had a wooden spoon, and she threw it at Mama, but it didn't hit her. But Mama saved that spoon, and it broke into three pieces. And she framed that spoon, 
<laughs> and she wrote and she cross-stitched uh, these words. For every minute you are angry, you lose 60 seconds of happiness. Yeah. Another example is one day I was smarting off with her. And she asked me if I wanted my mouth washed out with soap. <laughs> I said, well, sure. <laughs> so she went in there and got that ivory soap. And she went down my whole tongue with that ivory soap. Mm -hmm. And to this day, I cannot stand ivory soap. <laughs> there was another passage that Uncle Bill wrote to me, well, to her. And I'll share a little bit of that, and then I'll be done. Throughout everything life has brought you, Jesus was right there with you, directing you and holding you fast. You never knew what the next minute held. You knew one thing for certain, that Jesus held you by the hand and would never let you go. That is true yesterday and today and throughout eternity. Every day is a walk with God and you met and overcame every challenge. But you have one last hurdle to cross. One that awaits us all and I want you to know that it's okay to be frightened. We're all nervous about something new. It's only natural to be uneasy what is on the other side of the door that has never been opened. Amen. Just remember this, you are not going through it alone. The hearts and loves of every life you have ever touched will be right there with you. Everyone has ran out, ran, everyone that has outrun the race before you will be waiting you with open arms, welcoming you into your new home. But most importantly, Jesus Christ will be holding you every step of the way. And you will be looking forward to the day that we can all be together again. Amen, yes. Rest in peace, my sweet mama. Thank <laughs> you.
come here today to celebrate the life as Pastor Mike said, Sister Gail George what an extraordinary lady especially when we look back over her journey and that journey always sometimes it got very difficult these last five years uh, as the time began to come where she realized that she was facing one of the strongest battles and enemies that would ever come against her, cancer and, but she fought it, and she went forward with great faith and strength. Here as we celebrate, today is not a day that's sad. You say, well, you say, well I'm, I'm sad, yeah. But the thing is, in heaven, there's a celebration that's going on. And we're here to celebrate her life Amen. and to give glory and praise for a wonderful mother yes. that really has showed us the way. Probably years ago, this was the scripture that I gave her, and then recently when I would visit with her, that I would tell her that Psalms 91 is, is your scripture. I'm glad. I like to do, uh, I do prayer cards now, and I like to write scripture with a name on a prayer card. And I put those, and I take them with me, and that was the prayer card that was on Sister Gail was Psalms 91. And there's something powerful about that. Even the angels that they were singing about, is spoke of, of the angels that are dispatched in Psalms 91. But before we get to that scripture, we look back and say, you know what? As I look over Sister Gail's life, what a blessing, what a fragrance that she's been to all of us at People's Valley Baptist Church. And, uh, but I have to say, not only before I was honored to be her pastor, I have to pass that on to Pastor Joe Ringwall. Pastor Joe Ringwall was, was her pastor and from him, I was able to be able to have one of the most wonderful workers and servants in the Lord's house. WMU 
one of the, the biggest things that she worked on was WMU, as she had that leadership ability. That WMU, if many of you are not familiar with that, what a great ministry that she takes care of things like right now. Uh, she organizes the food for when there's a death. They invite new ladies in to, uh, to be able to come and learn about the Lord Jesus Christ. They have a mother-daughter banquet. Uh, man, all of the things. Well, Lord, I tell you, when these two girls, and what a brave thing they did to get up and eulogize their mother. But they left out a lot of details I heard. <laughs> Matter of fact, hang on just a second. Uh, Uncle Bill, would you, you stand up? <laughs> this is Uncle Bill. <laughs> and I want to tell you what a godly man as well is. Uh, he is uh, they shared some of the wonderful scripture with uh, his writings that he shared with the family as well as uh, uh, Sister Gail's sister, Linda. Uh, and so uh, as we look at this family, we see the testimony that has went from her life into all of their lives. And as she was a military woman, uh, uh, being in different places, she had that leadership ability to go and, and to be shared. She was a mother and a sister and a friend, and she was kind and pleasant and never complained. They're telling you exactly. She never complained. She had a beautiful hug about her, uh, a smile that she knew how to use it as well. She loved her family. And she talked about her family all the time. All of you, all of you, as I look around, she talked about all of you. And it was good. <laughs> Always good. And uh, she loved her Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And so she's been an anchor to People's Valley Baptist Church and the ministry uh, that was at our church. She was the big part of that. Now, listen, we're not preaching her into heaven. She's already preached that message. But we're just, uh, as her daughters were, just some of the things that she really accomplished in being that minister that she was, amen. I remember we had a head deacon, Hal Senior, and uh, he, he never could get WMU right. You know, he would always say it out of order when he would say it every time. Uh, uh, you know, so I look at the ladies, I look at his wife as well. As uh, We always laughed about that. But I'm going to tell you how well-loved we go back and begin to look at when we really met, and it was at a wedding. And, and so there's nothing greater than through, I guess I would say, Kathy Sheppa at the time, Don Sheppa and Sister Phyllis, and all of the neighbors that we were able to meet for the very first time, this wonderful lady, Sister Gail George. And from then on, something began to click. From that wedding that we go back to, uh, of all of the times that we come together. But let me back up just for a minute and realize that uh, basically, Sister Gail, a few days ago, she heard a voice from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, that uh, I wasn't there, you wasn't there, but it was something like what the Bible tells us. Well done, thou good and faithful servant. You know, enter into the joy of the Lord. And that's exactly what every one of us are wanting to get to that point. She's where we want to be right now. And so we're celebrating today. We're not in a pity party. Yes, we miss her. You say, really, do you know? Yeah, I do. As two years ago, my mother passed, and this past Wednesday was her 88th birthday. And family, there won't be a day that you don't go by that you're going to miss her presence. But then when you look around, you're going to see her mannerism. 
you're going to see her testimony in every one of your lives. Huh. Man, what, what a lady. That, uh, and, and through the, the period of that wedding that took place, after she was born to a father by the name of Robert Boren and a mother, Shirley Miller, or Richard Miller, uh, the two husbands, Roy Fry, it goes back to 2003 and goes all the way to 2014. Then a year later, another gentleman, Al George or Alan George. But I go back to that very point where I met her and had a part in a wedding and, uh, with Pastor Joe Ringwald. And all of a sudden, the Lord began to put this wonderful lady in our life, in People's Valley's life, and begin to work a ministry in all of our lives that, believe me, can you imagine if, uh, you know, if uh, your, your daughter wrecked a car and, and then parked it back and went back up and act like there wasn't nothing going on, and then, you know what, she don't even get really, I mean, that might be, I don't know if you'd say cussing mad, but she didn't say anything the way mothers sometimes, uh, uh, you know, I mean, that's a wonderful witness and a testimony. And that is the lady that I know that they've talked about, that they've described. And all of you here this afternoon know this wonderful lady. Now, I said I wrote down some scripture because this from the weddings was exactly the love that I learned about Jesus from Sister Gail. And that was the love, I call it the love chapter of 1 Corinthians 13. It talked about that love is patience, love is kind, it doesn't envy, it doesn't boast, it's not proud. I won't read all of it, but you know where that's going. Even the, the scripture of Ecclesiastes. These are the scriptures I used with uh, uh, Brother Roy that was a wonderful man of God. Brother Al or Alan, that was a wonderful man of God as well. And out of all of that, I began to look at her life. And I saw what it was wrapped around with her family. And that was the three strands. That is the faith, the hope, and the love that has been wrapped around her life. Yes. All this time, she has the great, strong cord of three things that really gives her the strength that she needs. The greatest love about which we know is the love that the Lord showed us on the cross of Calvary. And that's what we saw in her each and every day. And so, she survived by her uh, daughters, Tracy and uh, Dolores. And so, you know, uh, here to be aware that children are a gift from God. And so, David, later on, he tells us in the Word of God, Behold, children are a gift of the Lord, and the fruit of the womb is a reward. And so, every one of us, what we do for our kids to want them to succeed today... She was that woman or a mother of prayer, and she wanted you to be able to succeed. But believe it or not, before y'all got out of the house, I don't know if she's like most mothers. <laughs> she had her mind like, oh, I know they're eventually going to get it. They're going to they're get over some of these things. But every one of us, we take uh, our children serious. But she nurtured her children. She loved her children, amen. And she prepared to let them go eventually. We all do. And so I thank God when you let go of your children, amen. Uh, the granddaughters, Nikki and Lance, Jessica, Casey, Taylor, Samantha, Schooner, the great-grandchildren, Liam, Emery, Aldera, and Lily. Uh, you know, all of these, Jamie, Elijah, and uh, Schooner. And then, of course, her sister, Linda, and Bill uh, Wallace. Of all the nieces, the nephews, 
and the stepchildren that make up this wonderful family that we look at, she began to tell them about a real purpose. You know, as I was looking, and I, I've always heard songs that remind me of certain people, but I remember reading an article several years ago about this fire that was in Yellowstone, and it reflects on uh, Sister Gail because the rangers were going up after that fire, and there was this little bird. Now, if anybody knows me in 20 years, when I look at People's Valley, they know I love birds, and I love songs that has birds in them. And I say that with the utmost respect, is that the ranger was going up after that fire, and there was this little old bird that uh, he knew that uh, she couldn't get those babies to safety. And so she took them at the base of a tree, and she knew that the oxygen would be down low, but the smoke would go up high. So instead of leaving those babies and going to her freedom, she took the wings, which goes in Psalms 91 that I'm going to get to, <laughs> and she smothered those little chickens with her wings, stayed down at the base of the tree, and when the ranger come up, he saw that petrified bird, knocked that little bird over, and because the mother was so smart that she gave her life to protect those little birds. When they knocked it over, those little birds come alive and they were safe under her because she sacrificed herself. And I thank God, I've always thought of that when I think of Sister Gail, what she does for her family, what we all do for each and every one. Psalms 91, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Notice God mentioned two of his names in just that one verse. Most High, Almighty, that talks about His character. And I'm glad that she was under that protection. She was under the shadow of a, of a Most High, Almighty God. And even though these past five years, it was a very difficult time, she had a lot of love and she had strength. And she went on just like her daughters told her, always positive, always out looking about helping and doing others. Amen. And so I thank God the Lord was her refuge. In verse 4, He shall cover thee with his feathers, and under his wings thou shalt trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. I skipped down to verse 9. I could read the whole 16, but just uh, the highlights in verse 9. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even, again, the most high, thy habitation. She stayed in the presence of the Lord her whole life. That was her greatest strength. And that's why she passed on the legacy to her family as well. Verse 14 as well. Because he hath set his love upon me. Boy, if that ain't beautiful. He set his love upon Sister Gail. Therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high. Because, listen to this. He hath known my name. And because she knew the name of the Lord. Because she knew his character. That he was the most high. And was in his habitation, praise God. That's what we see with Sister Gail's life, amen. The encouraging words that she had for every one of us as we go through, amen. That character and that control. You know, there's one word out of these four. I won't go in and break it down because we ain't here. We're here just to, to praise her life. But I want to say this briefly. One of those words goes in and it talks about how that's something that latches on to you through the Lord's name like uh, like 
you would have uh, the breast that would be on a mother that would nourish her children. And I'm going to tell you, that's exactly the relationship that we see in Sister Gail that she gave to each and every one of her family. Amen. And so as we look, we see her life that it abided with the Lord. And it gave the assurance of a life that belonged to Jesus Christ. And how we all leave here today, there's some of us as we leave here, we're going to say, man, you know what? I sure miss Sister Gail. And you're going to see uh, some of the things that she used to do and you're used to. I'm going to tell you, there's so many days that I was telling uh, the, the girls here that, uh, you know what? There's some things that I smell and there's some things that I go to eat that I just start crying because I'm reminded of mom. And you're going to be reminded of her. And our church, we will be reminded. I say our church. I say uh, Pastor Mike at People's Valley. We'll always remember Sister Gail and what she's done. But one of these days, we're waiting for that call like she got. I thank God. The psalmist says that thou art my hiding place. Thou shalt preserve me from trouble. Thou shalt compass me about with songs of deliverance. Selah. Pause and think on what you just read. And so we look at her life today. The secret place uh, is a dwelling under God's care and provision. There's some of you here today, even though that you're in the family, you may say, you know what, I don't quite understand that. I, don't, I haven't quite got to that part in my life. But you can. You can get to that. And even after today, there'd be nothing more wonderful than a day like today that maybe later on, you can come up to Pastor Mike and say, listen, I want to know about what Sister Gail had. I want to know about that secret place that I can dwell in the shadow of the Almighty. Because he can share the love of Jesus with you. It's all about the relationship that she had as a mother with her Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. And so the power that is reflected in that and that place that she had as a Christian each and every day. Amen. And so I'll tell you, as I get ready to close out, because I'm not here. She done preached her message, and she did a fine job preaching it. I'm not here to preach her message. I'm here, as they are, to eulogize and to praise and to celebrate her life. And I'm going to tell you, Psalms 91 is one of those things that we looked at and begin to realize that God begins to give us some of the greatest people in our lives. Amen. And he gave charge over the angels a few days ago when she was ready to make that crossing. He dispatched those angels, amen. And so she had some enemies that all of us have today. It's the enemy of this flesh. It was holding her back from her accomplishment that the Lord had called her way back in the day when she first confessed Jesus as a personal Savior. You see, you have that same jail cell. You have that same flesh that will hold every one of us back because we cannot go in this flesh it has to go back to the dust of the ground from which it come. And so she's already got past that, that it held her back. This old fleshly decaying body that'll never enter into the presence of the Lord. But the soul and the promise that was made to her a long time ago, that wonderful promise, the voice that we talked about when we first got up here, that was the voice, enter therein. You've been faithful over a few things. And so I thank God. The faith was one of the greatest things. And that's why this anchor 
This is a chapter of an anchor of faith that I really associate with Sister Gail all my life. I've done funerals, and I'd be over there, and she'd come over there and lay her hands on my shoulders and say, I'm going to pray with you before you have this funeral. I mean, I was looking over there. I couldn't realize how many funerals that I'd done over the years. And uh, then I got to thinking her hand on my shoulder praying with me of all the times that I would have something difficult. That's the compassion that I'm talking about. That's what we're going to miss in the coming days. And God, you know what? He never sees his children die. He simply sees them coming home. And so it was permanent. Just a few days ago, she folded up the tent, as Paul talked about. Says, I got a permanent residence. Let's fold up this temporary thing. Let's put it away, amen. I was just, uh, you know, uh, mortal, but I'm immortal now. I'm in the presence of the Lord, praise God. And so we go away this afternoon celebrating Sister Gail, knowing that she's where we want to be, amen. And so death is not the end. And I'm glad that every one of us, if you're prepared like she was, but you got to be prepared, you got to be able to meet the Savior as she knew, amen. And I want to ask you, even though I'm not going to put you on the spot, but you've got an opportunity this afternoon as we're still together and as you're around, Pastor Michael, that maybe you search your heart and maybe if there's something you say, you know what, I want to be in heaven. I want to be with uh, Sister Gail uh, later on. You can be, but you've got to be able to be prepared. You've got to make that that step toward Christ because the door to the journey that ended here and began in eternity started with Jesus Christ. And I want to encourage you, please, this morning as we go our separate ways, and some of you, as you go and, and get back to your regular schedule, thank you for your kind words. Thank you for being here for the family and all of the things that you've done because it's the time that we have with Jesus Christ and that relationship that makes all the difference in the world because she was saved by God's marvelous grace. Amen. And that's the greatest comfort. And I'm glad that the life of victory and the life of peace, you know what? That's the safest place in the world under the shadow of the Almighty of Psalms 91. Let's bow our heads. Father, what a great honor it is. Because as we always say, you said, come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Lord, there's some here that they need to come to you. They need to seek you out for that comfort. Lord, I ask this morning, thank you for this great honor to speak with the family and Pastor Mike over Sister Gail. And in the coming days, Lord, as they begin to continue on their journey of life, I pray, God, that her wonderful fragrance, her beautiful testimony will be seen to continue on as we see it in in, uh, the daughters, as we see it in the grandchildren and the great-grandchildren and the legacy that will continue on in this family, Father. I want to thank you for letting us have a part and being able to enjoy Sister Gail with all of her love and smiles and hugs that she's given so much to so many and for the ones that she's brought into the family of God through her ministry at People's Valley Baptist Church. Thank you, Father, for saving us all by your marvelous grace and giving us this great privilege and honor in Jesus' marvelous 
mighty name. Amen. Amen. Thank you.